Welcome to yet another session of Time with Vanessa with our very own Apostle Doctor, Mrs. Helena Sapeni. So it's good to see you again. And um, last week I believe we were talking about foundations. We are talking about foundations and we spoke a lot. Um, we want to go in deeper today. But before we go over what we did last week and what we are going to do this week, we want to share a word of prayer. So please join us even as we pray. So, our dear Lord and Master Jesus, we thank you so, so much for today. We thank you for this chance and this opportunity that you've given to us to even see this day, to be seated here today studying your word and sharing your word with others. Pray that, Lord, even as we go over your word, may you enlighten us. May the word that we are receiving and the word that we are studying transform us. Father, even as our minds are renewed, pray that, Lord, we shall go out there and bear much fruit and live and walk out the word that we receive today. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, and your love. We ask that your Holy Spirit will come and take full and total control. Come and guide us. Come and lead us. Come and direct us. And at the end, all glory and all honor shall be given unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 So, quick recap. We've been taking our scriptures or our verses from 1 Corinthians 3, 10 to 13. And last week too, we went through Isaiah 28, 16 and also Isaiah 53. Isaiah 28, 16 and Isaiah 53. But we started from 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10 to 13. So yes, so we're talking about how Jesus Christ is our foundation as Christians, as believers. God has given us a foundation that we are supposed to build upon. I believe 1 Corinthians 3, 10 to 13 talks about how we are supposed to be wise master builders. Wise master builders to build upon a foundation that he has already given to us. And that foundation is, there's only one foundation. There's no other foundation. And that foundation is Jesus Christ. And we came to understand from Isaiah chapter 53 throughout. We, we read quite a lot. Isaiah 53 spoke about what Jesus went through. It spoke about, the, it, it gave us the pathway, the guideline, the directive, or like the steps that we are supposed to follow. The same path that Jesus took. We came to understand how he was bruised, how he was crushed. We came to understand his, his tribulations, the, the temptations that he went through. And how at the end of all of that, God glorified him because of that. And we came to understand that as believers, we are not supposed to expect everything to go smooth, happy, and, and just like, I don't know, a bed of roses for us. That's not the way things are supposed to be. Because when we see Jesus' life, the foundation we are supposed to build upon, we see that he went through a lot. But it was all to the glory of God. So today we are going to continue with that. We know that God has given us the grace to build. It is God who has given us that grace for us to be able to build. And so we are supposed to build. Today, Mommy is going to take us through. We are going to continue talking about what it means to be a wise master builder. And what at all our foundations are supposed to be about. So I'm handing over to Mommy now. Thank you very much, Vanessa. It's wonderful, yes, it's wonderful to serve our audience and we are so grateful to God for the privilege and you are there listening. God bless you. And so today, after having listened to last week's 
debates where we dwelt mostly on Isaiah 50 and the sufferings of Jesus and all that he had to go through. And we also came to understand that by the words of Jesus himself, he said, you cannot be my disciple if you don't take up your cross daily and follow me. So we conclude that we all have a kind of cross to carry. We are not the people saying, that's what Jesus said, that if indeed we are his disciples, then anyone who will be his true disciple will daily, not sometimes, daily. not some months, not some weeks, daily take up his cross daily and follow him. Mm. Amen. Amen. So if you and I choose to discard the cross, then we have no basis for saying we are disciples of Jesus Christ. Mm. Amen. Amen. We may be anything else but disciples and followers mm. of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 And so that's why um, the apostle Paul said that the preaching of a cross is to us who are saved. It is the power of God. Mm. It is the power of God. So whenever we mention the cross and the preaching of the cross and the implications, you believer who choose, you who choose to discard it is to your detriment. Mm. He said to us who are saved, that is the power of God. But to them who are being destroyed, it is foolishness. You see, so always there will be those who will consider it foolishness. Oh, Jesus Christ has borne uh, all the punishment. He has, and that was, and that is for our salvation, for the salvation of our souls, and for our redemption from the case mm. of a law, you know, mm. and the consequences of a case. You know, he has done it. But Jesus Christ, who did it, he said that if you will follow him, mm. if you will be his disciple, then you to have a cross to carry daily. So if you don't want to hear the message and the preaching of a cross, then you don't want to listen to it. You don't want to hear. But for us who are saved, the Bible says that it is the power of God. Amen. Amen. It is the power of God. So to us, it is the power of God. Amen. You Amen. may not want to listen to it. You may want to give all other explanations to it mm. to suit your personal whatever. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that. That is foolishness. Amen. Amen. That is So there are two classes of people who may call themselves born again, mm. but who want to listen to different things. Yeah. Amen. Amen. The fact that you call yourself born again does not mean that that's the way God sees you. Because if indeed you are born again, then the bottom line is the message of a cross. And for the cross, Jesus has carried his cross for the salvation of our souls, for our redemption from the case, and to receive the blessing of Abraham and the promise of the Spirit. But if indeed the Holy Spirit lives in you, then you will accept the message of a cross. Because the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus to us. Amen. Amen. And so, this is, that is why we have to um, go through the scripture in Isaiah chapter 53 last week. First, to understand some of these things. Amen. Amen. Yours is not to save the world. Your cross is not to die to, on the tree to save the world. Mm. Jesus has done that. But you also have a cross to carry. 
That was why Peter asked Jesus, he said, Jesus, we have left all. Hmm. We have left all and we are following you. What will we gain from all this? Leaving everything. So the preaching of the cross means leaving everything. Mm. Even the things that you consider most dear, in the sense that the things that like normally you like you 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 you, you want to feel comfortable in do. Like just now, my darling Vanessa would be more comfortable if we were, I mean, you know, yes, in quotes. I knew that. But, I mean, the preaching, the cross is sacrifice. Yes, it is. Amen. It, it is. is not always for what you'll be comfortable with. It's not I, 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 and Yes, I also will be comfortable with doing that. You see, but that is it. Mm. You see, that is it. That is the work of a kingdom. That is a preacher. So, you see, always... It takes some sacrifice to, 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 to move the kingdom of God. For it takes mm -hmm. one form of sacrifice or the other. If it is not the sacrifice, it is that. It is that. And it is all with the one mind, one purpose to move the kingdom of oh, God okay. forward to where God wants it to go. Mm -hmm. So there is one sacrifice or the other. Even though your flesh may not like it, mm. but... That is it. Amen. Amen. So we have to go through Isaiah 53 so that we, we, we realize that the, the Bible said something there. He said that it pleased the Father to bruise him. It pleased the Father to bruise him. Yes, it pleased the Father for him to go through that pain on the cross. So you and I too, there are times when it pleases the Father that we are bruised. Mm. Amen. Amen. And in this one, he said that it was the father who bruised him. He said, he pleased the father to bruise him. Mm. He didn't say he, bruised, he pleased the father that they were bruising him. Yeah. But he pleased the father to, to bruise, bruise him. him. Can you read that portion for us? Okay. Um, okay, so the Isaiah 53 verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Hmm. He shall see of the travail of his soul. This travail, this pain, hmm. how his soul was so grieved and bed and rejected. Hmm. I mean... Mommy, someone will ask, like, why did it please the Father to bruise him? Because that's was the divine requirement for mm. our salvation. If it didn't happen mm. that way. So he pleased the Father because through that we will be yes. saved. Mm -hmm. There was there's this scripture, I don't know it. He said, by this shall my righteous I don't I can't I can't get it good will. Yes. But it pleased the Father because the Father so much desired our salvation. Mm. And there was no other way. Mm. So it pleased the Father to see all these things. But that was the requirement of him, the divine requirement. Mm. There was no other way. So when the Father saw him pay the price, he was pleased. He was pleased. Thank you. And every time you see that, it pleased the Lord to do this. Mm. That very scripture just kept talking about, I mean, the pleasure of the Father yes. in all this. Yeah. 
Please get it again for me. So it says, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. It was the father who put him to grief mm. because he agreed to go through. Maybe he didn't know it was it would be mm. that like painful. <laughs> and it's, it's most of the time, when we are born again, we decide to mm. I mean do the work of God. Exactly. We don't we don't we don't expect, expect certain things. Certain we don't know things. what we have agreed. Or maybe we actually <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe you actually expect oh that like maybe I'll have to sacrifice some things and everything. Yes. But then you don't really understand how like it's going to come about. So that maybe oh at the point where you really want to do something that would satisfy yourself, then it's like this is the point where you have to do what you came here to do. So yeah, make yeah. the decision. Yeah, make the decision. And I think one thing that's standing out to me right now is that it it pleases God to bruise us as well because it is in that process that we can grow. It is in that process that we can develop or transform into who he has actually called us to be. Yeah. So, um, that is it, you know. That is the way the father sees us yielding to the bruises, mm. to the bruises that will transform us, mm. you see. You see, because you see, when you go through certain things, Certain kind of pain, and this you understand somebody mm. when the person is going through. You can bear with that you can person. Bear with that person. You are more merciful. You are not yeah. that judgmental. You are, you know, more forgiving. Mm. You understand yes. what the person is going through. You have been through something similar. Mm. How you feel. You don't easily judge. You okay? He's done it, but well, yeah. you have received grace and forgiveness. The person too received grace and mm. forgiveness. You know, so in our bruises, you know, we, 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 we grow, we become better people, we are pruned, you know, and it pleases the Father. In our bruises, it is not what the devil is doing to you. Mm. No, 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 no. Mm, mm. Because Bible says that if they had known, they would not have crucified the King of God. They thought, yes. <laughs> so the devil thought he was doing something. No. If he knew it was if part, of God's, was part of God's divine plan for the redemption of your soul and my yeah. soul, he wouldn't, have he wouldn't have done it. He would have stopped it. And so you see that it is not every affliction that you are going mm. through that it's, it's from the devil. You know, remember that Jesus Christ, I think in, in John 17, that's when he was about to leave, and he prayed for them, the disciples who had been with him. He said, I pray for you. I'm praying for you. I don't pray that the Father will take you out of this world. Mm. I pray for you that he will keep you mm. from the evil one. He'll keep you from the evil one. So there are certain things that you have to uh, uh, guard against, that the evil one will come against you, mm. you know, in many ways. Mommy, mm. uh, so then how do you know whether something you are going through is actually God pruning you or God like building you up or it's 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 an attack or it's actually something that is coming away from the devil. Like how would you be able to I believe that that is why prayer, a life of prayer and fasting is very important. We are going through something which is not part of your pruning process. The Bible says when he has tried now come forth as gold. Okay, this thing is for you to come out as good, mm. to come out more loving, 
more compassionate, more forgiving, more mm. merciful, mm. and becoming more like Jesus. Mm. That is the bottom line. And so the life of prayer and fasting purges you. So whatever you are going through, the devil throws it at you. You know, to destroy your life, to kill you. God has not called you to kill you or your loved ones. Mm. Amen. He said, I've come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That which is attacking your life, you know, to cut you off. I mean, it's certainly not of God. And you don't mm. accept it and say that. He said, I have come so that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Because people, people really throw that thing around, that, oh, this one, yeah, let's just leave it to God, that God knows best. It's God who allowed it to happen. It's God who did this. But then, that, it doesn't look like something that... <laughs> yes. yes. So, it is God who has given, it is God who is taking back. Mm. You see, it, 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 is, um, it is not the teaching of Jesus Christ. You see, the teaching of Jesus, Bible say, Bible says, that we have received life and immortality through the light of the gospel. We have received light and immortality through the light of the gospel. That is what we have received. And we have um, a calling. We have a church to keep. We are not just here because we have to be on the earth. You understand? Yeah. We are here for a purpose. The songwriter said, a charge to keep I have. So we are here, we have a charge to keep. So the one who is walking about without knowing why they are here. Mm. You see, you leave yourself open. You think you are here. Okay, if the devil, like, okay, you are just here like a cat or <laughs> a dog or a fowl. The devil can catch you anytime and kill you. Because, no, but you are not here like that. Mm. You are here on a mission, on an assignment. You are surrounded by walls of fire, by angels. And you are here as the bride of Christ. Mm. As a bride coming down from heaven, adorned for the husband. You are here being adorned, being purified, being sanctified to prepare you for your husband. That is Christ, Jesus. You are here on a mission, on a purpose. And while you still remain here on earth, you are being sanctified. You are being adorned, mm. dressing up yourself mm. to receive your husband. Mm. You are not just here. So the things that you go through, that the Lord is using to adorn you, to purify, to sanctify you. Whatever the devil throws at you to kill you or to distract you or to, you know, make your life miserable. God has given us prayer mm. and fasting as a way of shaking off what the devil brings into our lives and throws at us. Mm. So if you are not into that, you are not into prayer, you are not into fasting, mm -hmm. then you allow the devil to rule your life. And when he throws things at you and you get miserable or things become otherwise, you say it is God that who that has... <laughs> I see we can't change God. Mm. You understand? Yeah. God 
yes is yes and his no is no mm. amen amen and we even through our prayer and fasting still cannot change god we only allow ourselves through the prayer and the fasting to be what to be sanctified mm. and, 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 and to be purged and to be more like Christ so that we can receive mm. or so that we can attain mm. to that place that God has already prepared for us. We don't change him. We don't mm. change what he has destined us to be. Mm. We don't change it. We rather are able to move towards that place mm. and manifest as the sons of God. And that is why the whole creation is just waiting for us to manifest. It's not about the devil. It's, it's never about the devil. Because we have walls around us mm. in the spirit. Amen. Elisha, when the servant was so panicky, they were sending just for one man of God. Mm. Because they heard that that man in his room, he can see into your secret chamber. <laughs> So they didn't send 10 men for they sent yes. a whole army troop <laughs> for one man hmm. at midnight. By the time you wake up, he was surrounded. Yeah. And the servant that saw them and was yeah. panicking, mm-hmm. he said, Look, don't panic. He knew by faith, yeah. it was not because he had seen that, but by faith he knew mm-hmm. that he was surrounded by walls of fire. Oh, yeah. And so he said, God, open his eyes. You see, so we are not just here. And I say that it is when the walls are broken Mm. that certain things happen to us. We shouldn't. So, Mm. because we are not perfect, sometimes the walls get broken. Mm. And we are not quick to repent. And so, the walls are broken by sin. By sin. Mm. The Bible says, what? The serpent will bite you. Mm. When the hedge is broken, he mm. bites you. So you can see that so many things may happen in the life of a Christian. Some may be sudden death. Mm. Some may be sudden sickness and disease or incurable. Mm. Even an incurable disease that may lead to death of a stout Christian may be as a result of Unforgiveness. Unforgiveness can break the walls. That somebody has done something, maybe your mother, your father, a loved one, something that you just can't let go. So, so many things can, things can happen. So when it happens and you see that this person was such a good man, but it, God, what you may, the person you may qualify as a good man before God may not be good. Why? Because the person was unable to forgive. The person was unable to show mercy. The person was unable to love. But outwardly, you may see the person. The person was so proud and arrogant. And what God may define as pride may not be the same thing you define as Mm. pride. And so all these things do what? Breaks the hedge, destroys the wall, brings some cracks Mm. and openings in the wall. And if the serpent can only make his way through, he will enter, he will bite you. So the biting can be in diverse form and manifest in various ways in our lives. Mm. Amen. 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 So, basically, that is it. Today, we have little time left, but I wanted us to talk and uh, uh, go to uh, Matthew 
724. Okay. Okay, so Matthew 7:24. Therefore, whoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Mm. Amen. Amen. And so, you remember when we began, we said that we said that there are two kinds of believers. Amen. Who proclaim they believe in the Bible. Mm. And, but we also found out from the same Bible that these two kinds of Christians, some of them walk in the power of God and the other half walk in foolishness. Mm. Amen. Amen. And they refuse to accept the preaching of the cross. So the preaching of the mm. cross is not we going to hang on the cross. <laughs> that is not it. But it is the sacrifices and the pain and the shame that you too is there waiting for you to also go through mm. because of the gospel, because of the kingdom of God, which you are not able to take and you don't want to listen to. Amen. 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 And so here, Jesus goes on to tell us. And so we are still talking about, you see, as we said from the beginning, you can't talk about foundations without building. Every time you talk about foundation, you talk about building, 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 building. So here, Jesus Christ is clearly telling us that. Whoever what? Listens to the sayings of his. Mm. So what are the sayings? The sayings of Jesus says that you have to take up your cross daily and follow him. That is his saying. So why, why is it a problem for you? Why are you offended listening to it? Why do you want to change it and so that we will say something else that is not that one? Why do you want to do so? He is saying that whosoever will listen to his sayings and do them and follow them, isn't that what he's saying? Yes. He said that that person is a wise builder. And so we always, we are talking about master builders, yes. wise master builders. Amen. Amen. So just like that kind of person is a wise master builder. That person is a wise person. Amen. Amen. And that he's building his what, house upon a rock. Mm. Mm. But the other person mm. who does not want to listen to these things, and that this saying is foolishness, or he doesn't want to listen to the preaching of a cross and wants to, mm. and mm. the preaching that, yes. oh, prosperity, prosperity, goodness, goodness, <laughs> traveling. It's all good, though. It's all part of it. But at the end of the day, you know, it's only here. It's, it's only for this earth. Yeah. Amen. Amen. At the end of the day, look, there's nothing wrong in it. We all like it. Yes. And God has prospered us. Amen. And we thank him. Yes. And we all travel. And we thank him. So, we are not saying it's Baba. That is not... Your purpose. Your purpose. That's not what you That's not 
what your heart should, I mean, be, be, be longing for every time. And that is not the reason why you should be going to church. That's not the reason why you should. I mean, there are so many things, you know, that God is desiring. And then number one is for the salvation of souls. The preaching of the gospel for the salvation of souls. He says, seek this first. And all these things, the traveling will come. The husband will come. The wife will come. The prosperity will come. He says, seek first my kingdom. So if you, that's what Jesus said. So if you will listen to this and do it, then you are a wise person. Then you are building your house upon a rock. But if you won't listen to it, and then you are foolish. If what you are going to church for, instead of seeking his kingdom first, seeking the salvation of souls, you are rather putting that aside and putting all other things first. Then Jesus is saying that, look, it's just a matter of time. Everything will tumble down. The marriage that you are seeking mm. first, and this, mm. it will mm. tumble down. Mm. The whatever, the traveling, okay, travel. You travel now at the end mm. of it. You see that you didn't gain anything. Okay. There was it's an empty life. Amen. Amen. So these are some of the things. Just I mean, keeping the saints. So Jesus is telling us that building spiritually is about keeping his word. Mm. It's about doing his saints. That is what we have been talking about. When we are talking about building, building foundations, the foundations of your life, where you have to pull down some foundations and build the right ones. He is saying that. And all this building is about doing his things. So whosoever hear these things of mine and do with them, and do with them, I would liken them to a wise man which built, mm. which built his house. Amen. Amen. And so, beloved, I think that this is how far we can yes. go today. This is how our time will allow us. Amen. 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 So, you see how time went so fast. <laughs> it's already 30 minutes. But I hope you've been able to jot down the verses that we read for today. We're mainly focusing on Matthew 7, Matthew 7, 24 to the very end. And I believe we spoke, we also went over, we just addressed Isaiah 20, 53. We just went over that again. And today I believe we've learned about two kinds of Christians, two kinds of believers. The one that is wise and the one that is foolish and one thing that i believe i've learned is that the way god sees wiseness or the way god sees a person to be wise or a person to be foolish is not the way human beings see it so you may see this person this person looks so wise like according to worldly sense maybe book knowledge and all of that but that is not how god sees wisdom and god has called us to be master builders wise master builders and we've learned that to be a wise master builder to even build that means we are keeping his word we are living according to his word our life is in alignment with his word and we know that whoever it is that listens to his teachings takes his teachings and that's what they see or that's what they read it is that person that is considered wise because he builds his house upon a rock when the winds come, when the rains come, when the troubles come, that person is grounded firmly. But then if you are building upon sand, you are building upon your own desires, your own pleasures, what you want to achieve and not what he has called you to do. When the trouble comes, when the turmoil comes, when the difficulties come, you see that you just be at ground zero. And it is then that you start looking for him. So today, I, I, I hope we've all been blessed. Um, 
So we'll be leaving you now, but we'll see you soon next week, hopefully. <laughs> so God richly bless you. God richly bless you. Um, so mommy, you pray with us, then we'll be at yours. Thank you. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you. It's so good, wonderful, and exciting. Yes. For us, that you picked us, chose us to, you know, give of ourselves in the little way that we can to somebody out there to understand something better in the world. Thank you for being with us through, through, throughout by your spirit, our helper, our helper, our teacher, and our advocate. We thank you for everyone out there that by your spirit, you will reveal deeper things, Amen. deeper things, Amen. deeper things Amen. that we have discussed. It is all by your spirit. So we thank you that you're already doing it in the name of Jesus. Amen. We also ask that you will grant us greater insight into your word and revelation and understanding so that we'll also be able to share with as many as would care to listen in the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you as we commit the rest of the week into your hands. We ask that heaven will continue to show us mercy. Amen. Heaven will continue to wall us around in the name of Jesus. And we will always see that our walls are salvation and our gates praise. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So please, if you have any questions, if you have any prayer requests, you can contact us. You can just send us a message. God richly bless you. Be a wise master builder. Carry your cross. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> Adios. Adios. Mommy was calling.